0: And somehow inside of us, there's this hope that we can gain something. And, and for a lot of us, Christmas just kind of awakens that hope deep down inside of us. But, you know, it, it's not just kids who wish for things. And it's not even in adults, only at Christmas, that we wish for things. But I believe with all my heart that deep down inside all of us, there's a treasure out there somewhere that we're looking for. For many of us, it's a different treasure, and it looks different, and maybe uh, it's acquired differently, but we have this longing and this hope for something in life that will just awaken us. And we try to find that treasure in lots of different ways, and we hope somehow that when we find that treasure, our life will be content. We'll find contentment and peace and There'll be no longing in our soul anymore, and everything will be made right in the world. But the truth is, we spend a lot of time digging empty holes, looking for treasures that don't exist, that don't fulfill. And when we get things that we think are fulfilling, a lot of the time we find out that it's not all it was cracked up to be. And the way we imagined it in our head, and the way we thought that we would respond to the very thing that we thought would bring contentment to our lives, we're right back looking for another X to find another treasure that will fix a longing in our hearts and deep down in our souls for that peace and that contentment. And I want to share with you just a few simple thoughts on this Christmas Eve Eve about a gift, a treasure that's worth digging for, that's worth finding it's worth searching out that's worth owning because it's a treasure that will leave you completely satisfied on the inside there's a scripture in Matthew chapter number 13 it's verse 44 and we're going to put that on the screen and I want to read this scripture for you it says the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field and when a man found it he hid it again and then in his joy went And sold all he had And bought that field Now ladies be honest with me You've been at the store before And there's only been one item of clothing That you desired left in your size And you didn't have what you needed To make that purchase at that time And you took that article of clothing And you hid it somewhere Where no one would find it Because you knew that you would come back later And be able to find it Is that true? (laughs) And the same thing is true for the kingdom of heaven, Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. And when we think of this Christmas season, when we think of the gift of God sending his son to the earth to become man, to live for us, to give his life for us, to change our hearts and lives forever, forever Jesus says that the kingdom of God is it's like a treasure, meaning it's valuable, meaning it's worth searching out. And when I think of this scripture, the more I think about it, the more I kind of get some perspective on what it means to be a follower of Jesus and what it means to embrace a treasure that's worthy to be searched out. Here's here's what I imagine in my mind when I see this scripture played out. I see a man walking through a field, a field that he doesn't own. Apparently, we're told in this scripture. And we don't know if he's just cutting through the field because he's on a way to a different destination. We don't know if he's spending time out in a field, just being alone in nature, trying to get away from the rest of the world. But for whatever reason, this man is in a field that he doesn't own, and he stumbles upon a treasure. And the treasure that he stumbles upon is so valuable in his mind that he hides it again, and then he goes back to his home and he sells everything that he has so that he can buy the land that the treasure is on. Now, I know what you're thinking because I think it myself. Most of us would stumble upon a treasure and we would simply think, this is an incredible find. I'm going to take this treasure with me back to my home And I'll be rich and wealthy. But this treasure is different. This isn't a treasure that you take with you. This isn't a treasure that that you can pick up and move into your own home. Into your own life. Into your own surrounding and your own environments. In your own life circumstances. It's not a treasure that you can bring to where you are. It's a treasure that demands you own the field that it's hidden in. And so this man finds this treasure. He sees this treasure, and he goes home. And I don't know if he had family. I don't know if he had kids. I don't know how old he was or what his life situation was. But I can just hear him telling just the people closest to him in life, just the people that he knows he can trust, you're not going to believe what I found today. You know that, that field over past that hill? That hill? We never go over there. I I was in that field today, and I found a treasure. It's not just any treasure. It's not just something that catches your eye. This is a treasure that's life-changing. And I've got to have this treasure. Well, why don't you go and get it? No, no, I don't want to bring this treasure here. I want to go, and I want to own the land where this treasure exists. And I want to know... That my new home is where that treasure is. Maybe it doesn't seem logical. And maybe in our own minds we don't see the, the worth in moving to the treasure. We don't understand why we wouldn't bring the treasure to us. But the kingdom of heaven is a different type of treasure. It's a treasure that demands our entire situation in life be different. That the treasure doesn't just enhance the home that we already have, but the treasure demands that our lives look completely different and relocates us to a new place in life, a new existence with a new home and a new field. And it's so valuable that it's worth giving up everything we own. Can you imagine this man potentially saying to a wife, potentially saying to parents, I've got, I've got to sell it all. Uh, I've got to sell the house. We've got to put it on the market. I know it's not a good time to put the house on the market, but I've hidden this treasure, and I can't take the chance that someone else is going to find it. And so we, we've got to get the house on the market. We've got to sell everything that we have. We've got to get rid of it because I've got to have enough to purchase the land where this exists. I didn't see a for sale sign, but I'm going to go to the owner, and I'm going to find a way to purchase this land and this treasure so captivates this man that he gives everything for this treasure i think a lot of us in life we we chase after treasures that aren't worthy and we don't count it worth giving everything for the treasure and so it's it's treasures that maybe enhance our life and we pursue lots of different things and if there were an X over a treasure in the fields of our lives, beneath that X would be treasures that honestly don't fulfill completely. And there would be a lot of us that that dig for treasures in the job place. And we feel like if we can just get the right promotions and we can just stay in the same place long enough, and we can just pay the price long enough, then we'll get to a position that. We'll demand respect from the people around us, that people will look at us differently, that we'll move from being people who are told what to do to a place of telling others what to do, because in our minds, we feel like that's the place to go. We want to climb corporate ladders, and we want to advance in our companies, and we want to find ways to progress in life, because we feel like there's a prestige that comes with advancement and success. And though success is defined differently for all of us, we all long for it. We long for the reality of being known by people. We long for people to look at us and think things that we would want to think of people that we respect. We want that same respect. And when we don't get it, we get frustrated and we find ourselves searching for other things that will compensate for that lack of advancement, that lack of progression, and we turn to numerous things to satisfy some itches, some cravings on the inside of us, from different substances to different relationships, different habits, different investments, hoping and longing that just possibly, just possibly, we can arrive in life. Because we feel like where we are would be so much better if we could bring a treasure to our lives. And we love the convenience of being where we are, around the people that we're always around. And we love the thought that our life would be better if we had a treasure. But it's almost as if we're constantly digging for treasures that don't satisfy. And when we find empty holes that had X's above them that marked what we thought would be a treasure... Worth possessing, we start looking for other X's, and it's like we live life with a map that society tells us we'll find treasure. And what I've just found and come to see in my short life is that most treasures in this world are their vanity. They're things that don't satisfy, and we find people who have relationships that they thought would make their lives better that didn't work out. And we see people that have possessions that they thought if they just made enough money that they could just buy that house or they could just have that car that people would look at them differently and they have that house and they have that car and they still have the same longing on the inside for more. And it's almost as if we spend our lives digging holes beneath X's that don't, satisfy us. Here's the the truth for you. It's a simple truth. We celebrate Christmas because God loved us enough to send us a treasure, a treasure that doesn't just make us feel good about where we are in life and doesn't just impress people around us, but a treasure that's far more valuable than anything we'll ever have in life With an invitation to leave it all behind, so that we can have a true treasure. I know there's a lot of you who you don't see this church thing as something valuable. I know that you you've heard of Jesus your whole life in various places, and you've heard of God, and you've heard of what he did for you when he died on the cross. And it's almost as if we've become comfortable and familiar with the story of Jesus enough that we can answer questions that people ask us without fully embracing who he is and what he has for our lives. But the hope of Christmas is that God is with us. And we can leave everything that doesn't satisfy behind in pursuit of of the possession of an eternal treasure that completely satisfies forever. There's a scripture written by a man named Paul who was one of the early leaders in the church and he wrote a lot of the New Testament that we read in our Bible today and he wrote this, these words in a letter to a church in Philippi. It's Philippians chapter number 3 verses 7 and 8 and it says, but whatever was to my profit, whatever treasure I thought I had, whatever I thought was valuable to me, whatever I thought could satisfy my life, whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. The things that once did it for me, I consider those things lost, like they're not even important anymore, for the sake of the treasure that I found in Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ. This Christmas, there's a treasure that you can possess and maybe you stumbled into this field tonight and maybe you're here for who knows what reason. Maybe you tried to come up with enough excuses not to come into this field tonight because you just didn't find value in it. But someone kept inviting you. There's just something on the inside that said, I'll just go and give it a try, and you're here. And hopefully you'll understand that you've stumbled upon a treasure That there is available for you something worth far more than anything you could ever possess in life. In fact, it's so valuable that it demands you leave everything that's of no worth in comparison to this treasure so that you may possess the kingdom of heaven, a relationship with the creator of the universe that loved you enough not to sit up in heaven and Mock you or send lightning bolts to zap you when you screw up, but to come and live among you, to walk on the same earth, to be mistreated and falsely accused. And though he lived a perfect, sinless life, he died a prisoner's death. That's the treasure that we have in Jesus tonight is that. He loved us enough to give his life for us. I'm going to invite the band to come on back up. And we're going to sing a song together. And let me just kind of be up front with you tonight. I know that, that maybe you expected to come and you expected to hear something about angels, uh, about shepherds out in the field and angels appearing to them and telling them that there's good news that a Savior's born. And you expected to hear kind of the same story that, that maybe you've heard when you've come to Christmas experiences in the past. But back in March, at the end of March of this year, I was awakened from a sleep with this very scripture just pounding on my heart. And I knew then that this would be the scripture that I would share tonight because I believe that even in March and even really before any of us were ever born that this field will be prepared for you to walk into tonight. And that there would be an opportunity for you to understand the value and the significance of a treasure that's worth giving everything for. Not a, not a Jesus that we can just bring into our life and, and feel good about things. Not a Jesus that, that we can just conveniently you know, bring home with us. But a Jesus that, that opens our eyes to the fact that everything that we've longed for in life is empty. And in light and in comparison to the greatness of the treasure of Jesus Christ, everything else spells in comparison. And so you're in this field tonight and there's there's a treasure before you. And we're simply going to ask a question of you in just a few moments as to where the X's in your life are and what's causing you to dig in places is it relationship? Is it possessions? Is it prestige? Is it fame? Or is it a treasure that will fully satisfy the longing deep down in your heart? So we're going to sing this song. It's a song actually written by people who possess the treasure, who've given everything. It's a song that speaks to the worth of, Of being like Jesus, that the field we once possessed, we we gave up so that we could possess the field of Christ, and our lives are different now. There's a part in the song that says, Jesus, Jesus, less of me and more of you. And what I want us to do as we sing this song together is just ask ourselves a simple question. What's our treasure? What are we digging for? What are we longing for on the inside? What is it that has captivated our heart's attention that we think will satisfy? And if it isn't Jesus, if it isn't the reason we celebrate Christmas, that God came so that we could have a relationship with him, is it a field that you're willing to leave everything for. I'm not saying that you need to sell a house, and I'm not saying that you need to get rid of a car, and I'm not saying that you need to liquidate all your assets so that you can follow Jesus, but I'm saying the very things that your heart is attached to, that you think brings satisfaction, that you think brings fulfillment, are you willing to kind of just say, I'm tired of trying and I'm tired of pursuing my own interests, and I'm I'm willing to just walk away from it so that I can possess the only treasure worth giving everything for in this life. And so as we sing this song, you don't have to stand up and you don't have to sing if you don't want to. But I do want you just to consider, have I found the true treasure in Christ? And I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you an opportunity to leave everything for that treasure. And so in the next six minutes, would you just be honest with yourself and figure out where the X's in your life are? So over the last few weeks especially, it's been a little bit of controversy that we as a church would put Xmas on an event logo that we would put an X in the place of Christ. And let me give you a little bit of an education that you may not know about. Xmas was actually not coined by people who hated Christ and wanted to remove Christ from this holiday so that it could be commercialized or for whatever various reasons. Actually, around the early 1500s, there were a group of people who knowing the original language that the New Testament was written in, which was Greek, began to abbreviate based on the first letter in the Greek word for Christ, which is Christos. And chi, being the first letter in Christos in the English, looks like an X. And so people knowing the significance of Christ began to write x mas An X-I-A-N for Christian. An X-N-I-T-Y for Christianity. And it wasn't derived with a heart to be derogatory or remove Christ from Christmas. And I know that our society may have embraced that. And and there are people who use it to remove Christ. And that's not the desire of our heart. Actually, just the opposite. we want for you this Christmas... For the X to represent Christ. Maybe for many of you right now that X doesn't represent Christ. Maybe for some of you that, that X represents money and so you would be honest enough to say possessions are my treasure and maybe this is money must for me. Maybe for some of you relationships are your treasure and maybe even for some of you the X is would be like sexmas or drugmas or whatever things in life that you are pursuing that you think will bring satisfaction to your soul. And I came to share with you tonight that there's a treasure worth leaving everything to possess, and it's Christ. My hope and desire and prayer for all of you tonight is that you would leave with Christmas in your heart. And so with all of us in this field together, let me give you a slightly different approach to this scripture. We tend to think that the man in the story is us, and the field is heaven, and Christ is in that field, and we find Christ, in Christ's. Demands that we leave everything to follow Him and for some of you, you just struggle with the fact that that's, it just feels so one-sided like Christ demands something from you but it doesn't feel like you gained something so valuable and maybe this approach will be a little helpful for you. Maybe, just maybe, the man in this story is God. Maybe the field is this earth and maybe you Maybe you're the treasure and just maybe Jesus thought you were valuable enough to give everything for when he died for you, when he gave his life for you on a cross so that you could be a treasure worth possession. Jesus loves you enough to give everything for you. Do you see value in giving everything for him? That's the question tonight. And so if you're here tonight, and you would say, Christ isn't my treasure. I'm digging a lot of holes in life, but I'm not finding Jesus at the bottom of any of them. And tonight, I stumbled upon a field, and there was a treasure in this field. And I see, finally, for the first time, that Christ is worth possession, possessing and giving everything for. And tonight, I'm going to sell it all. I'm going to leave everything behind. Paul says in Corinthians that... If any man is in Christ, old things have passed away and all things have become new that you can leave your past behind no matter how ugly or evil or good it may be and you can find worth in a savior and a king that loves you and is willing to give you a new fresh start in life. And if that's you, just a minute, I'm going to count to three and I'm going to ask you, If you want to give everything for this treasure, just to stand to your feet, and I ask you to stand to your feet for this reason. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says, that If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, then we will be saved. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's you, and that's me. And by you standing when I count to three, it's you saying, I confess that Jesus is Lord, and he's a treasure worth possessing, and I'm going to give everything I'm giving my life to follow him because he is more valuable than anything that I've been pursuing in this life. So if that's you, don't worry about what people are going to think. It doesn't matter if you've been in church your whole life. If that's you and you haven't given everything to follow Christ, tonight is your night. You stumbled in a field and there's a treasure. Will you give everything to follow him? And what you're going to find is when you stand to your feet, there's going to be a group of people in this room that are going to celebrate with you that you found a treasure that we, some of us, have given everything for. So here's your moment of truth. To put Christ in the X. And make Jesus the Lord of your life. If that's you, when I count to three, don't even hesitate and don't wait on anybody else. You just stand to your feet. One, two, three. Stand to your feet right now, all over this room. Absolutely, that's incredible. Absolutely, stay standing with me. Absolutely. We could bring up some house lights just a little more. You guys stay standing with me. Look at me if you're standing. The treasure that you've given everything for tonight is a treasure that brings you a new life. And everything that you once lived for, you don't have to live for anymore. You can be freed from anything in your past, and you can embrace a new field, a new life that has such a treasure that will change your life. I'm going to say a quick prayer. If you're standing, just in your heart, just as a way of me leading you in a prayer that kind of solidifies this decision that you're making tonight, would you just, in your heart, you don't have to say it out loud, you're welcome to say it out loud, but would you just repeat this after me in your heart? Say, Lord Jesus, you're a treasure, and I'm leaving everything to possess you. I ask you to be my Lord. I commit to live for you. Make me a new creation in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 One more time. Can we just celebrate with him? Absolutely incredible. You guys can be seated. Thank you so much.